Welcome to Spirit Stories edition of the Spiritual AF Life Podcast. I'm your host, Heather Danielle. All right, today in honor of the spirit circles that I am starting up, I want to bring to you stories of my first spirit circle that I had joined when I moved to Virginia. So in case you don't know, a spirit circle is basically what I'm talking about is a psychic and mediumship development group. And that is where people get together. They usually sit in a circle, usually at the same time every single week, and they practice their abilities. And when I first moved to Virginia, that's what I was doing. I was actually going to a spirit circle every Saturday while I was there. And so now I was like, hey, I know that this is a fast track to spiritual gifts, to opening up. Believe me, I sat for many, 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 many weeks inside of that spirit circle, not getting anything at all. And I ended up becoming, you know, one of the best psychic mediums in the entire group, right? It's been really awesome. In fact, there's definitely so many talented people in my old group and they decide not to do readings and stuff like that. They just decide just to use it for their own personal use. And that is something that is, up to you you know so if you join my spirit circle you could go ahead and take off like I did and create your own spiritual business or you could just use it for your own personal endeavors and maybe some of your friends so however you want to use the spirit circles you can use it but I definitely started thinking like it is time that I offered something that's every single week that can really help you open up to your gifts so that you can excel, so that you can get the information and the guidance and feel that connection with spirit because that is the number one thing that helped me open up to my gifts. So before we get started into some of the spirit stories that had place during the circles when I was there, I actually want to I actually want to read to you something that I wrote and I thought this was really, really cool because it just shows where I was at before my circles and I actually channel a angel in this reading as well if you want to call it a reading. So I'm just going to get right to it. This is how I felt, you know, the beginning of my spiritual journey and then I ended up channeling an answer, kind of like automatic writing. So when I talk about automatic writing, that is what Um, is happening here. So it says, Dear God, I'm scared and fearful, but I don't want to be. I'm afraid to express who I am, and I'm afraid to fail. I'm afraid to let people down. I'm afraid to be wrong. I don't know what I want. Life is tough, and I'm confused. I want to do the best things for myself, for those I love, and everyone on this planet. And the channeled message that I received from my angels were this. Laugh enjoy be in the moment and do not worry if you are truly in the moment you will not be scared fearful or worried the biggest fear you should have is not trying do not expect to be perfect you are human practice will make things easier things are simple don't overcomplicate them wow Isn't that amazing? So that was like on the beginning of my spiritual journey with my spirit circles. So I 
learned automatic writing kind of through meditation. And so that's basically where I would talk to myself, even though I knew that there was something behind my thoughts that I was getting. I knew that it wasn't myself, but I didn't want to scare my husband that quickly. So I always told him that what I was getting in my meditations were just me talking to myself, you know, even though I knew they were coming from a higher source. And so I just really wanted to read that to you because you could see the place that I was in, you know, so full of fear, so full of doubt and worry, you know, all of that jazz. And then I just think that the response that came up was just so incredibly perfect with the angels. And I feel like that is something that we can really think about going into this weekend and just trying to laugh and enjoy, trying not to be perfect, trying not to worry. And the only thing we need to be scared of is not trying right? So we're just going to do and we're going to try and be our best and we're going to put ourselves out there and we are going to be vulnerable and we are going to allow ourselves to experience fun, okay? And experience love. Spirit wanted me to say that. So going to my spirit circle. So my spirit circle was like so much fun. I was always so nervous going there because there were, you know, all these people that I felt were so much better than me that knew that they were psychic, all these things, you know, I didn't know any of this and I was completely new, but I was so incredibly fascinated. And I remember this is one guy, I'm not going to say any names today because I really don't want to um, put them on the spot if they don't want to be. So this one guy in, in, group he always wrote down like everything he took such great notes and I always felt it would be so amazing if he made a book because there are some really cool memories that I have in of spirit circle so I remember one day when I was sitting there and it was time for mediumship so we would do psychic practice intuitive practice we would work with different divination tools and then for like about the last hour we would go ahead and we would practice mediumship. And at the time, like no spirits were talking to me at all. Like it was really cool to listen to other people. And I can't even tell you how jealous I was of other people because they would always be getting someone and always talking to them and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, this sucks, right? So this particular day I am sitting there and I'm not getting anything until I feel a woman. I feel like it's a woman. So I was taught that women come in on the left. So I felt something coming to my left and I'm like, oh my gosh, this woman must be so strong because she is really, really with me. Like I can feel her. So like, that's cool. I can't get anything else. Like I just kind of have a feeling that there's a woman standing next to me, but I don't really know anything else. It's not like she's talking to me or anything like that. And basically the circle had started connecting with her and some of it made sense with my grandmother, but I wasn't really sure. And then it was really crazy because that same guy that I was talking to you about just a second ago, the one who kept the notes, he was sitting directly across from me in the circle. And I will never forget this day when the leader of the circle asked, oh, who do you think this is for? He was like, I think it's for her. And he pointed right at me and I was like, no way. He was like, I feel like this is your grandmother coming through. And I am like, oh my God, there is no way. Because the way that I related it to it is that I actually felt my grandmother. And this was the first time I felt the spirit. And the first time I felt the spirit is so strong. And so when he said, hey, I believe that this is your grandmother. And he gave me some other details. And so did the rest of the circle that really did make sense that all of a sudden I just felt so comforted because I was like, wow, I could actually feel that. I actually felt this woman. And it's so crazy. The first time that I did, it's actually my grandmother. 
And another really cool story is that we used to have psychic Grinch Christmases. So what we would do is that we would get together around Christmas time and we would have psychic Grinch Christmas. And so every person would bring an item, usually it's a spiritual item, and then we would each tune in to our gift that we picked, kind of like white elephant. And we would um, guess what it is and that kind of stuff. So it was always so much fun. And then we would always, always do mediumship. And I remember to this day, they had connected to my grandmother again, giving me all sorts of really good information. But it was really funny because one of the girls was still developing and that kind of stuff. And she was just kind of still kind of new. And they had went on to another spirit. And but the funny thing is, as soon as they went on to the other spirit, the woman was like, Betty, Betty, I'm getting the name Betty. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like I was so proud of her that day because, you know, getting names is something that in mediumship we always want to get because our clients, our sitters, if you will, the people we're reading for is always like, if you just tell me their name, you know? And so she got the name and then also made me feel really good too. But it also was amazing to see her starting to blossom and to do something like that and to get that big of a hit, you know, even it might've came um, a few minutes later. And another really cool story though was and this girl was picking up this man who was in the hospital before he passed away and giving a lot of really, really good detail. And I remembered the only person that could have taken this information that she was giving, which was very, very specific, was this other woman. And I remember she was like freaking out because she was like, that is my father. You are talking about him. But the only thing is he's not passed away. He's in the hospital right now. And everyone was like, oh my God. And she's like, I'm going to have to step outside and call and make sure that he was okay. And so definitely he was okay. But that taught us though, that the soul, you know what I mean, is bountiless. It's not it's not constrained by time. So it's like her father could have been on the other side, you know what I mean? Part of his soul, you know, talking, saying, Hey, I know that I'm in the hospital. I know I'm sick and that kind of thing while still being very much alive inside of his hospital bed. So it's kind of interesting to kind of think of your higher self as the part of your soul that doesn't fit inside of its body. All right. So that's a really good way to look at it. Okay. So now I'm going to read you an email that I got from one of my bestest friends from the circle fell in love with this girl. I, I still think that she thinks that I had abilities when we met, but like I totally did not. Like I was clueless on my abilities. And so we actually went through our first intuitive course together and psychic course. And so when I became a certified psychic medium, so I became certified through the Clover Hill Holistic Arts Center. And when I had to come in and do in-person readings, like I was like so scared because I had to do it for my certification. And I remember, I'm not sure I told you or not, but I got yelled at for doing mediumship when I was only supposed to be doing psychic so I'm always getting yelled at she was the one that was with me she was like my best classmate that I had so anyways I am going just to tell you that I gave her a note okay and this note was actually channeled by a son that she lost and I'm just going to read you what she sent me even to this day, I wondered how you figured out it was Trey. That's her son. You walked into the room with the group readings going on late. They were trying to figure out who the spirit was that was hanging around and who they were there for. But that spirit wasn't Trey. You immediately zeroed in on Trey and you said that there was someone there and you got quiet. 
Then all of a sudden you looked at me and you said, I know who this is and I know who they're here for. And then you told me about everything when I had told you nothing in advance. I never doubted you because I already knew your natural abilities. But from that moment on, whenever I have anything that I'm really troubled about with Trey, I come to you. And I just absolutely loved that because she actually slept with that note that I gave her for years. She slept with that note underneath her pillow. So her son had passed away. I think he was gone for maybe about, I want to say two years um, when I wrote that note. But Trey, her son, was so strong during that circle that I was just like, I have to tell her what he is saying. And I remember writing down, it was really funny. I didn't know how to say his name. I didn't know how to spell it. And I remember putting T-R-A-Y. And then in parentheses, I put, I spelled that name wrong because he was telling me that I spelled his name wrong, but I couldn't really pick up how to spell it. And what was really, really neat about that day was I didn't know this, but it was the anniversary of his passing. And they were all meeting at his grave that day. And in the note, I actually write that. I actually write that, yes, you know, you're going to go there, but I'm not there. I'm, I'm wherever you are, mom. And I just thought that was just so memorable. And me and her have kept touch. However, how many people in your life have you impacted greatly and you don't even know anything about? You know, same thing with even my readings, things that I say and I do, and, you know, I have an impact on people and I don't even realize it. And it's not just me. It is also you. You are also touching other people's lives and you may not even realize it. Okay. So we're getting to a couple of other ones is I said this story before, but I just have to say it again because it is just so crazy that one day I was getting into the groove of my abilities during the circle and we were connecting to this new girl. And one thing that I always did during circle was I always wrote down everything that I got. And then what I would do is that I would put a star next to the ones that I got right. And then, you know, I, I wouldn't even think about anything that I got wrong. I was just trying to focus on what I did get right. And I remember anytime that someone gave me a shout out in circle. So I would just like write it down. I would like be like, I got a shout out about this. So what's really, really cool is when you're in circle and you are practicing and you're getting something right and you're really excited about it. But the person that you're reading says, oh, wow, that was really good. Like you get everybody's information. So you connect to the one person in circle and then everybody goes around and they say what they got. Well, this one particular girl, you know, you wait until everyone's done. She was like, Oh yes, you, you're right, Heather, you know, and I love getting those shout outs. And so if you join a circle, you'll know what I'm talking about when it's like, oh, wow, I love what everybody said, but you know, you, you're the one that really, you know, hit home with me and that kind of stuff. And, you know, you might get something that was really crazy or something that wasn't, but it just made them think like it was. I remember the first time that someone connected with me um, at circle and they kept on getting the sun, the sun, the sun, right? But it was really funny because I was trying to put out to them my son, which is Mason, right? My son, I kept on thinking about him and everyone else was seeing the sun. So I thought that was really, really funny. And now the sun is my favorite card in the tarot deck. So absolutely loved that. However, going back to this one particular day and I was feeling optimistic 
Okay. And at the time I was not ready to tell people what I was getting. So what I would do is I would secretly get things and I would write them down, but I wouldn't say anything. And then I would see someone else picked it up. But on this particular day, I was just like, okay, I connected to the girl and I said, Hey, I really think that you're good at working with crystals. Like I see you with lots of crystals. And that's what I said out loud. But what I truly got inside of my head was I seen her with crystals in her pocket. Seriously seen her with crystals in her pocket, but I'm not going to go that deep. Like that is way too detailed. I'm not going to say, hey, I see you with crystals in your pocket. Like, oh my gosh, like I'm not even psychic, okay? I don't even know what the heck I'm doing here in this freaking circle. And when she got done, you know, with everybody, everybody went around the circle and everybody said what they got. She looked at me and she was like, wow, that's really crazy that you got crystals. She was like, I absolutely love crystals. In fact, she reached into her pocket and she pulled out a bunch of crystals. And I was like, are you freaking kidding me? I seen them. So she was happy and stunned that I just had crystals. But how freaking amazing would it have been if I would have said, there's crystals in your pocket, or I can see you with crystals in your pocket or something along those lines. It would have been so freaking cool. To this day, I kick myself in the butt because one thing that I don't remember is all the times that I was wrong in that circle. I do not remember them. I don't remember being completely 1000% wrong and then um, going ahead and, you know, hating myself or people making fun of me. That never happened. Like just look at my circles that I lead now, like there's no judgment. And the same thing back then, you're not going to remember the times you're going to wrong. You are going to remember the times that you are right. And you are definitely going to remember the times when you got something and didn't say it. So that is my advice to you if you are going through a circle. So I want to tell you another story about my first day in circle. And so I have told the story before, but I absolutely love it. And I feel like it's worth telling again, just in case you're new and just in case you didn't hear it. So what ended up happening was this day I show up at this like and mediumship development group. I really don't know what to do. I don't really know what to expect, all that jazz, Okay. And so basically I'm sitting in the circle and we are trying to connect to someone like this woman who is next to me. I have literally no idea what I'm doing. I don't know what it means to connect. Like they didn't walk me through this process. Like I have zero clue. So it just seemed like everyone was going around saying their thoughts. You know, they were closing their eyes first and then they were going around and they're saying their thoughts. So when it came to me, I was like, I'll be honest. I really, really wanted to impress these people. I wanted them to become my best friends and things like that because when they connected to with me, they were just talking about how powerful I was and how I'm like such an amazing psychic medium and I'm all these things. And I'm like, oh, I am like, no way, you know? And they're like telling me all these great things. So now I feel like they have me on a pedestal and I need to like, you know, give them some of the goods, you know, <laughs> like that I don't even know that I have, right? So anyways, when I closed my eyes, all I got was a vision of Abraham Lincoln in the chair. And so I was hoping like, you know, by saying that to her, she was going to be like, oh yes, my father, you know, his name was Abraham and he loved Abraham Lincoln or something like that. That's what I was hoping for. Didn't get any of it. She didn't even acknowledge my Abraham Lincoln vision. I was so sad, but whatever. I decided to leave the circle when it was done and stuff like that. Had a wonderful time and I wanted to get myself some food. And my circle at the time, I had to drive like an hour to get there. Seriously, I drove an hour every single day, every not every single day, every single week um, on Saturdays to go to the circle. 
So anyways, I am trying to find a place to eat on the way back from the circle and I can't find anything, right? Like no places are open. There's no restaurants. And now I end up right back where I live, right? That area. I'm like, how freaking boring is this that I'm going to have to eat? Because now I'm freaking starving right around my area. If you're anything like me, you love new places. So anyways, I go ahead and I see that there's a Denny's and I'm like, okay, cool. I'll go into Denny's. So I go into Denny's, you know, booth for one. And they take me over to this booth and I sit down. And at this point in my spirituality and my spiritual path, I realized that everything happens for a reason. So there must've been a reason why that no places were open over there. And the reason why I am currently sitting in the booth that I am. And I start looking at the server because I'm like, Oh, maybe I'm here for her. Like maybe, you know, her name means something, or maybe my name means something to her, or, you know, maybe we are kindred spirits. I don't even know. So I started looking around at this booth, at this place, at this Denny's to try and get like any kind of insight of why I was destined to be there. I am not even joking that when I looked up to my right, they had sat me at a booth with a picture of Abraham Lincoln in that chair. I'm not even kidding. You literally cannot make this up. I was dumbfounded, shocked. Like, my spiritual journey when I was in Virginia, like every single day, my head was spinning from the stuff that was happening. Like I could not even take it all in. And now it's like, I live that life every single freaking day. So I really, really wanted to tell you that story again. And I hope that you liked all of these stories. It ended up being a lot of fun being a part of that group because I remember when we first went to lunch, like it was so crazy because now here I am sitting at the psychic table and it's like, oh my God, like I am sitting with the psychics. Like, oh my God, this is so cool. You know what I mean? It's like sitting with a popular crowd. And if you got my email, um, I think it was yesterday I sent it out. There is a picture of me and my old group right that I was a part of and you'll see I'm wearing like a weird hat and stuff like that because I had a psychic fair that day because like I said I took off running with my abilities as soon as they opened up right and that was our last lunch together and I just remember thinking to myself wow you know I grew with this group with the circle with these incredible men and women inside of the circle and it was kind of funny how my time in Virginia was coming to a close and I was going to have to move back to Michigan. But at the same time, I'm like doing my first psychic fair. And it was almost like living in Virginia and being part of that circle. It was just um, spiritual boot camp, psychic mediumship boot camp. And it was so funny because that was our last, last lunch together. And that was when I was, you know, spreading my wings and I was starting to do readings for people. And like I said, my first psychic fair and, you know, a couple of days after that, I did my first um, in-home visit and um, connected a mother uh, with her son. And it was like incredible and it was crazy and all those things. And I don't know. I just think that it was truly, truly amazing. And I owe so much to that circle and to that group of people and, when I moved back up here to Michigan, I created my own in-person circle, which I absolutely loved. And we met once a month, but now I'm truly happy to be able to meet every single week. It is online, but I'm telling you the energy that is in there is amazing. And it also really teaches you too, that energy is bounteous. Energy 
you can connect to it wherever you are at in the entire world. That's why I'm able to do readings for people in New Zealand, in Australia. I'm able to do readings and connect to people from all over the world. And that is one really big thing that you get from joining a online circle because you really, really get really good at those distance and that can help out a lot too because, you know, anytime that you want to connect to your husband, son, wife, you know, any anyone, grandma, you know what I mean, that's another state, you can, you don't have to be there in person. All right. I hope that you loved this episode.